You're listening to Massive Potential, the only show you'll need to start leveling up in your life. It's time to get shredded, time to take massive steps ahead in your life, and tap into that untapped potential of yours. Let's go. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Massive Potential with your boy, Aaron Stevenson. Today, I'm going to be giving you the legit hacks to sustainability and long-term results. The only things you'll ever need on your fitness journey. We got eight of them. And this is initially called the fat loss forever pyramid. This is where I got these ideas from. So of course they are not mine, but I do want to rename it to the fitness forever pyramid because this doesn't only apply to fat loss. This can apply to you, whether you're trying to build muscle, try to lose fat, maybe a mix of both, whatever, anything far and few in between. As long as you're on a fitness journey, which I hope every single one of you listening to this are, because that's super important, this will apply to you. And I'm going to give you, an, like I said, an order of most important thing to focus on to least important thing to focus on. So make sure you stay around at number eight, because it might surprise you. But I want to start out with this fact that 90% of people who lose weight eventually regain just about all of it, if not more. And that should be really, really alarming. Like that is not good. And that shows that either the way that people are losing weight is bad. The way that they're living is bad. There's a ton of different variables that we could focus on, but essentially just shows we're doing something wrong. And I want to help you be one of those 10% that doesn't do stuff wrong, then can make this sustainable, that can make this a lifelong thing. Because when you think of it, fitness, fat loss, building muscle, isn't just a, a three months, six months, a couple of year type of thing. This should be something that you're focusing on for the rest of your entire life. Now, of course, as you get older, maybe you just want to maintain. Maybe you just want to make sure that you stay healthy, stay in a healthy weight range and, you know, just enjoy life as an old person. Hey, that's totally fine. I'll probably do the exact same thing. But with that being said, if you're listening to this, you're probably taking your fitness journey pretty seriously. So I want to give you the things not only to take it serious now, but how to carry it through through the rest of your life. So you don't have to be one of those people that rebounds, that yo-yos, that always goes up and down in their fitness journey and never sees like what what life really could look like if they did it in a more sustainable, more long-term time horizon where they could be one of those fit people that everybody now is asking advice from. That literally could be you. So I really truly believe that all of this starts with your identity, with how you view yourself. And this is not part of the pyramid. This is something I'm just adding in on top of it. But I really do think that it's so important that this is a really important factor of it just due to the fact that um, let's let's use like uh, the lottery as an example. Most people who buy lottery tickets usually are at least middle class, if not below that. And that's just, I mean, maybe some upper middle class, but you know, you get the gist. People who are buying lottery tickets, most aren't the ultra wealthy. We'll we'll say that. We probably all can agree on that. And with that, you know, in mind, your money mindset, and me myself included, I'm still trying to get better around this, of just like your money mindset probably isn't the best. You might not have the best spending habits. Maybe, you know, you obviously probably don't have the skills to be ultra wealthy or else you probably would be already, you know, whatever. That's that's a whole nother topic. But my point is, if you won the lottery and we can see this, most people who win the lottery end up spending that money and just blowing it. And, and then they go back to whoever they were within, you know, a long enough time before the lottery. And this, this obviously can apply to a lot of people on their fitness journey too. If you view yourself as someone who's fat, you'll act in accordance in the same way. Like if you, 
if you view yourself as someone who's fit, you're going to make the choices that a fit person, a fit person would make, a healthy person would make, someone who's conscious about, you know, their their body image and their overall health and stuff like that. So how you view yourself is the number one foundation on the mindset and how you go into things and the actions that you end up taking overall. And this might not even be consciously on your mind. And so this is why it's important to actually recognize how you view yourself and going forward, how you would want to view yourself. Cause then you can ask yourself the super magical question that it can apply, can apply to so many different areas of your life. And that question is what would my future self do in this moment? Let's say you you're someone who wants to lose weight. What would be a good decision in this moment? Let's say you're craving, you know, a snack. Maybe you really want a snack. And what would someone who is 30 pounds down or who, who loses weight, what, what action would they choose? Or, you know, if you want to make it further in your career, you can view your, your vision and your dream. What would that person do and reverse engineer what that person would do? So you can start taking those actions to actually start becoming that person. So that's super important to consider. But without further ado, let's talk about the most to the least important things on your fitness journey so that you can sustain it long term and make this a lifestyle and not just a quick fix. So number one is obviously going to be behavior and lifestyle. That kind of goes right into what we were already talking about. But it's important to think the behaviors that you have, you know, simple things like on your break at work, do you go out for walks maybe, or do you take the stairs at work? Or when you go out to a restaurant, um, what are, what options are you choosing? Are you going to choose the healthier option? Or are you going to choose a super greasy, fatty, high, high calorie option? Are you someone who is always ordering out or do you make fools food at home? All these different lifestyle behavior choices, you know, that are just small, simple decisions in the moment that all accumulate. Those are going to be the most important. So you fundamentally need to shift the way that you view yourself, the small decisions that you make. Again, always ask yourself, what would future me do? Whatever you want future me to be, ask yourself that question and start developing those habits, those routines, those lifestyles, the behaviors of the person that you want to become. And this can apply more to, than just fitness, but to being able to look at that and say, hey, this is what a successful person does in this area that I'm trying to achieve which means that I probably should do something like that as well. So behavior and lifestyle is by far the number one thing. If you're someone who goes out drinking all the time and eats out all the time and doesn't like exercising and XYZ, like you're never going to be able to make fitness a long-term thing. So those are the first things that need to change, period. Number two, sustainability and adherence. So then, okay, and maybe now you've gotten to the point where you're like, hey, I'm going to try this method to um, approach my fitness journey. But if that method is you working out three times a day, seven times a week, eating 500 calories, there's no way. Like there's zero chance you're going to do it. You could do it maybe for a day or two. And then you're like, dude, screw this. I am not doing this. This is way too hard. This is too, too much of a, a regimen. This is too hardcore. Like it's not something that you're going to do long term. And if you, if you can't stick to it long term, then you shouldn't do it for a week. You shouldn't do it for a month. It should be something that you're able to do long term. Now, there's special cases here and there. Yes, where, you know, you might need to lose lose weight really, really fast for some particular reason. But if we're talking long term, that isn't something that you should always be trying to do. So sustainability and adherence something that you can stick to. So, you know, this could be talk, you know, let's say a variety 
in, in how many times a week you work out, whether that's five or three or seven or six, you know, depends on the person. And same thing in terms of what you do with your diet. Keto for most people is not going to be sustainable long-term. You just can't cut carbs out of your diet forever. And so picking something more like flexible dieting where you can eat out and still get the results that you're looking for is probably going to be a better option. So this, that's why that's secondly, most important to consider in terms of how to make fitness a forever thing for you. Number three is going to be calories. Yes, nutrition is more important than exercise and calories more specifically, how many you're eating depending on your goals is so, so important. I'll hear so many people come to me of um, both ends of the spectrum. First end of the spectrum would be, oh, I'm working out and I'm eating healthy and um, I'm trying all this, all these ab exercises. Yeah, I can't lose the love handles. It's like, well, how many calories are you eating? And they're like, oh, I don't know. I just try to eat healthy. Well, that's a problem. You need to know that because you have to be in a calorie deficit to lose weight. And then the other end of the spectrum, dude, I hit a plateau on bench or whatever exercise you want to throw in. I'm not building muscle. I'm not gaining weight. What am I doing wrong? Well, how many calories are you eating? Uh, I don't know. Well, if you want to focus on building muscle and doing it in you know the, the best manner that you can, you need to be in a surplus. And so this is why calories, nutrition is so much more important. This is literally why the saying exists that abs are made in the kitchen because you could do a million ab exercises. You could exercise a ton. But the reality is that exercise only makes up about 5% of the daily of energy or, or calories that you burn on a regular basis. And so how much you're putting into your body matters so much more. So calories is number three. Number four is going to be exercise. So this is where we're talking about actually how many times a week you exercise. Again, these all tie into one another. So again, it needs to be sustainable. And in terms of exercise, most of you should focus on lifting. So you can focus on building muscle or at least maintaining muscle if you're in a fat loss phase. And and you could do whatever style of lifting that you choose. You know, for me and for my clients, we focus more on hypertrophy style training because I think that's the best for most people and more sustainable and honestly pretty enjoyable. But other people might want to do circuit style training. Other people might want to do CrossFit. Other people might want to do powerlifting. And this is where it's totally custom to you. If you like stuff like that, maybe you want to do power building where it's a mix of, of lifting heavy and um, bodybuilding at the same time. You could do any of that stuff. But exercise is going to be your next important thing because you just got to do it on a regular basis. Lifting, building muscle is going to be way better for you in the long run than just focusing on, you know, spending all your time on the treadmill or trying to burn as many calories as you can do in cardio. Cardio is important, but it's not nearly as important as muscle and lifting. So in terms of exercise, I'd highly, highly recommend that. Yo, I got to interrupt for just a second just to say thank you so much for listening and supporting the show. If you're getting value, which I hope you are, I'd love for you to share this on your IG story and tag me at a.j.steph so I can personally thank you for supporting the show. All right, let's get back to it. So now we're halfway through the list. Just a little recap. Behavior and lifestyle is number one. Number two is sustainability and adherence. Number three is going to be calories, whether that's a surplus or a deficit, depending on your goal. And number four is exercise. Let's get to the second half of the list. And that's going to be number five is tracking, self-monitoring. And realistically, this just means keeping track of multiple different things. I'll give you a ton of different examples. First and foremost, calories. Back to how many are you actually eating so you know 
Are you actually in a surplus? Are you actually in a deficit? We need to track that in order to be able to adjust it accordingly. I'll have someone come to me and they're like, oh, dude, I'm losing. Again, I'm eating healthy, but I'm not losing weight. Well, are you in a deficit? Well, I think so. I'm eating healthy. Well, if you don't know how many calories you're eating, you might not be in a deficit. And so this is why it's so important to track the stuff that you're doing. Stop the silly excuses about telling yourself that, oh, it's just too hard. It's too time consuming. It's not. It takes like five minutes max a day to track all your food. Um, And in terms of workouts too, because it's not just calories that we should be tracking. We should be tracking calories. We should be tracking workouts to make sure that we're progressively overloading. So how many reps we got, how much weight we are using. We should be tracking our body weight on a daily basis. Weigh yourself in the morning, right after you use the restroom. That's the most accurate. So you can do that on a daily basis and see how your weight is trending for the week and over the course of a month and X, Y, Z. And there's plenty of scales that you can go out and buy there. Just open the app stand on the scale. It automatically enter, enters it for you. So you don't have to write all this stuff down. You can get it. You can make it where it's super easy, but having those numbers, then you can say, okay, let's say my goal is to lose fat and my weight has been trending in the same. I've been eating the same amount of calories. Okay. Well then you probably realistically should reduce the amount of calories that you're eating. So you can start to see that weight trend go down. And that's why it's important to actually have numerical values on all this stuff so you know what variable you need to adjust rather than just shooting in the dark and hoping that you're getting the results that you're looking for. So self-monitoring or just tracking the stuff that you're doing um, between exercise. I mean, we even could throw water and sleep in there too in terms of recovery. But tracking the things that you're doing is going to give you a better full picture of what's going on in terms of your fitness journey so you know what to change and you don't have to guess and check and and feel stalled for weeks on you know upon weeks instead of just saying oh I probably should change this next is going to be protein and fiber so we talked about calories way earlier but then when we start breaking down what macros are most important protein is going to be the most important macro hands down because you want to make sure that you can build muscle you're getting enough protein to build muscle or maintain muscle. If you're in a fat loss phase, protein, if we want to scientifically be speaking, should be based off of your lean body mass and even more so your body weight in kilograms. So the the recommended intake is 1.6 to 2.2 grams per kilogram of lean body mass. And so realistically speaking, you don't have to get that scientific about it. You probably could just aim for one gram per pound, unless with the caveat of if you're super overweight, if you have a ton of body fat, this is why it's important to do lean body mass so that you're not eating, let's say you're you know, 300 pounds or so, you don't need 300 grams of protein most likely. You probably need a lot less than that because you don't have that much lean mass. And so try your best, You know, even just Google body fat percentage, You know, look at the pictures of, of um what your physique looks similar to, and then take that, let's say you're 40% body fat. Well, that means that 60% of you is is lean mass. And then just take your weight times 0.6. And that's generally about how many grams of protein you'll need. And that's just a rough estimate for you. If you actually want to start focusing on this stuff, which you should, if you're listening to this number seven. So the second to last important thing is going to be carbs and fat. 
And these are less important just because, like I said, protein is a little bit more important in terms of muscle. The other ones you can manipulate based on your preferences or body type. And I'll give you a little hack here. Most people for their body types, and this might not apply to everybody, but if you're generally more of a skinny dude, someone who wants to put on muscle, or you just have a smaller frame, smaller build, you're probably going to respond better to having higher carbs and generally slightly lower fats. And then the opposite is also true. If you're someone who's just naturally a little bigger, maybe you hold more weight, you know, you're more of that um, round shape, higher fats, lower carbs are going to be better for you as long as they're healthy fats. And I'm not necessarily saying that you don't need any carbs if you're at that point where you're you know, going full keto mode, but lower carbs is going to help you, you know, let's just say improve hormone levels so we don't get overly, you know, dialed too much into it. But generally speaking, wherever you land on that spectrum, that's how you kind of should structure things if you actually want to focus on your carbs and fats too. Um, and then going back to protein fiber, there's one more important point that I didn't talk about. And that's just how full you feel, especially if you're in a fat loss phase, protein is going to help you feel full um, just longer so that you don't feel super hungry throughout your day. And same thing with fiber. So this is why it's so important to eat your fruits and veggies, especially on your dieting phase, so that you can just feel full after your meals. And you, you know, let's say it's half an hour, an hour later, and you just ate and now you're feeling hungry again, especially let's say maybe it's late at night. If you prioritize your protein and your fiber, you're going to feel a lot more full longer. And then the last, so I guess you also could say the least important thing in terms of your fitness journey is supplements. And so many people get this wrong. They, they drop the ball on this because that's almost what they look to right away when they first start their fitness journey. Oh, what supplements do I need to take to lose fat? What supplements are going to help me lose fat? What supplements are going to help me build muscle? Yet they haven't considered anything on this list up to that point. And if you don't have your exercise dialed in, if you don't have your nutrition dialed in, if you don't have your sleep dialed in, if you aren't getting enough steps on a daily basis, if you aren't drinking enough water, then supplements just don't matter. They aren't going to give you that dramatic effect that you're looking for. All the things that we talked about before this are going to give you a better effect. And that's why you should focus on them because they're going to help you not only sustain stuff long-term, but give you a better outcome. And then once you have stuff like that dialed in, once you're consistently tracking your workouts, tracking your exercise, getting a good amount of sleep, tracking how much you weigh and you know diving more and more into let's say macros and protein and stuff like that. Then you can start talking about what supplements to take and how those mo might nudge you along on your fitness journey, but they aren't going to do the work for you. And I think that's the common misconception that I've heard people have thinking that supplements are just going to do the work for me. And that's not the case. So just to recap the whole list from most important to least important behavior and lifestyle is number one. Number two, sustainability and adherence. Number three, calories. You have to be in a deficit to lose weight. You have to be in a surplus to build muscle. Number four is exercise. Number five, tracking slash self-monitoring, all those different variables that we talked about. Number six is protein and fiber. Number seven, carbs and fat. And last, least importantly, is going to be supplements. Most people on their fitness journey are looking for a quick fix. That's not what you should be looking for. Look for long-term, look for sustainable because you don't want to end up like that 90%. You want to be the 10% of people who actually maintain this, who aren't yo-yoing and 
you can end up with long-term lifetime results in this case. You'll focus on what actually matters if you if you pay attention to what I told you in this podcast. And eventually, if you stick to this long enough, people are going to come to you asking you for advice on how you did it. Because most people, again, are 90% of people who just yo-yo and never get the results that they're looking for. And it really is these eight simple things. But little little note, it, you don't even need all eight. You probably could focus on half the list and be fine. Maybe, you know, let's say one through five are a no-brainer. Maybe one through six. But one through five are no-brainer. You could start stacking on stuff stuff after that if you nail those down. But just focus on one or two at a time and start adding a little more and a little more over time. And that's going to be so much better than just trying this extreme regimen where you end up failing and you, then you feel like you failed your whole fitness journey and you, you gave it all the effort for no reason. So that's all I got for you guys today. I hope that you got value from it. Remember, success, success like speed and knowledge without implementation dies. So it's time to level up. Start implementing one, two, three, half of this list, maybe all of this list today. Take initiative to really start dialing stuff like this in so that you can get long-term sustainable results, have the best day of your entire life, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode of Massive Potential. If you'd like to learn how to start packing on muscle, how to lose the body fat for good, and how to start leveling up in your life, DM me the word fit on my IG at a.j.steph, and I'll personally see if I can help you out. Have the best day of your entire life, and God bless.